This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Shirts for the Scene. Head over to thepopcoproject.com and you can purchase your favorite band tee. We are raising money for the local artist in northeastern Pennsylvania whose income was drastically affected by COVID-19 since the world shut down all the way back in March of last year. Hard to believe we've been going through this for almost a year now, but that's why this fundraiser is so important. Artists and musicians' income has been next to nothing. And by buying a t-shirt on the online store, your purchase will directly have an impact as the proceeds go to the band whose shirt you are buying. There are over 100 bands, artists, and venues to choose from, but the store will be closing at the end of March. So go to thepopgoproject.com and purchase your shirt today. That's thepopgoproject.com and click the link for Shirts for the Scene. And Shirts for the Scene is made possible by Axel Rad Screen Printing in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Visit them online at axelradarmy.com. My guests today have been making music together for about 20 years now. They've got a new EP coming out this Friday, March 5th, called Departures, which will be available on all the streaming services. We talk about recording the new EP and the story behind it. We also get into some of our favorite bands from the late 90s and early 2000s. The passive-aggressive power that MySpace gave us. What could have been with Lady Gaga? Stefan harassing Max Bemis of the band Say Anything. And to close out the show, we'll premiere a new track from the upcoming EP called The Ashes. Some beers were had on this one, so bear with us. Welcome to the show, Stefan and Pat of the band Good Night, Captain. What's up? All right. What's going hey, on? Paco, thanks for having us. Yeah, man. I'm excited for this because I've known of you two for a long time. I've played the the music, both uh, Goodnight Captain and uh, Pat stuff uh, on my show when I had a show. Um, but I've never actually seen you guys like face to face. Well, face to face. Yeah. But here we are. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. I think we might have we may have met. Uh, briefly, because we, I used to work at uh, one of your your stomping grounds is uh, Time Shamrock. I used to work uh, for Mark Hoover there. And, oh, maybe. Yeah. So uh, I it might have been I might have left like right before you got there though. But um, but yeah, I think uh, I think I remember stopping in the the studio uh, one time for something, and I think you were doing your show. It was like you and Ferg in the studio, so. Oh, well, then, yeah, we definitely saw yeah. each other. Well, I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> it's okay. But uh, we are here today to talk about the upcoming EP by Goodnight Captain, which will be uh, Friday, March 5th. Correct. Correct? All right. Yep. Sweet. And I've had the pleasure of listening to uh, the songs already, so. I'm pumped for you guys. I'm excited for you guys. Thanks. Yeah, we're we're really yeah. excited. So, well, first before we get started, are you guys drinking? It is for, it is Friday night when this is being recorded. Are you are you having a beer? Oh my God, yeah, we got you. Being a little gentleman. Yeah. What do you What do drinks? you got? I got I got some Guinness in a can. It's got the little ball inside. Oh, nice. Can you? That's can a bold move. Rattle? Can it's we hear right it? I don't think you can hear that. You can't. No, I'd have to drink some more. I'll rattle it when I'm done. All right. All right. That, that's Rattled a bold, you need another. That's a bold move drinking right out of the can. I don't know if I I've ever I done that. I should have got a glass, right? 
Yeah, you get a glass and then you dump it straight up. Yeah. And let it fall out. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Pat. Half-assing it over here. Pat. The amateur hour <laughs> over at the McGlynn house. Good thing this isn't a, a beer podcast. I know, I know. <laughs> I what got you? Two, what do you guys got? got? The two hearted ale that okay. I'm drinking over here. So uh, this has kind of been my go-to lately. I like this. Okay. I, uh, I'm drinking a Sam Adams Wicked Hazy. Not to be confused with the Sam Adams Wicked Easy, which for those of you who don't know, I guess we'll, we'll give some, uh, some beer knowledge on this podcast. The Wicked Easy is actually just the Sam 76 repackaged. But they're very transparent about it. They actually put that on the uh, the six pack case. Really, which I appreciate. Like in fine print. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that though because I mean, it's it's no secret that, or maybe it is to some that you know, beer companies, if they put a beer out and they make a ton of it, it doesn't sell well, they will just repackage it. They'll you know give it a new name, new label, all that kind of stuff to try and get it out. And Sam Adams did that, but they just. Uh, but they were transparent about it, which I appreciate. They owned up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. They weren't, respect they weren't that. too sneaky about it. <laughs> I, li- I like the 76. I, I don't mind it. Do you, do you not care for it too much? It was fine. It was, I mean, it didn't yeah. blow me away. But. See, what I use is, I, I don't know, you might use this too, is uh, I like to try like different kinds of beers, new beers when I go out uh, to the store. And I use the that untapped yes. app. And I use that a lot. And, you know, just go kind of by the ratings and what I'm kind of like feeling like at the moment there. And that kind of it's weird because like I stand in front of the beer case on my phone for like five minutes and like everybody else, meanwhile, knows what they want. And it's like I'm like a kid in the candy store. Yeah, I have this uh, place um, close by. It's uh, Plaza Beverage in Pittston, and they have a fantastic craft beer selection. And I often am stuck there for like several several minutes like 15 20 minutes just looking so i got yeah. uh i picked up a southern tier strawberry creamsicle or strawberry dream it's like a creamsicle or a, a, not a creamsicle it's a strawberry like milkshake ipa i had the creamsicle prior to that and it was really very good so i grabbed this one today oh nice i'll have to try that yeah sounds good yeah we'll see I don't have it with me now, though. I have a, a backup. My backup is a Dogfish Head 90 minute. I don't, I don't want to screw around tonight. Let's go. Let's go hard. That's right. <laughs> I already fell asleep once. Oh man, we'll I wake was, you up if you fall asleep during the. I was pod. yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there. I'm like, I need a 10 minute, like just a refresher. Like, Johnny, wake up! Your show. <laughs> You're doing a podcast. <laughs> I doubt I will fall asleep on you guys. So I hope not. Yeah. So well, thanks. let's get into it. Let's get into it. We're going to play a song from the EP to close out the show. I know you guys sent me. Um, you had asked me to play. Uh, what song was it? Apocalypse Girl. Yes. You yes. Did. And I was listening to the uh, EP and I'm like, you know what? Is it The Ashes or just yeah. Ashes? Okay. The Ashes. Yep. The song "The Ashes," I I think, is a standout in my opinion. Now I don't know anything, so maybe I'm wrong, but that's that's what we're gonna do. If that's okay, cool. Yeah, yeah that works for us. It's your show. I mean, it's it's up to you guys. If you want me to play a- "Apocalypse Girl," I will play that one. 
No, uh, no, no, it's cool. We, yeah, we both decided we're cool. We want, uh, you know, if that's what stood out to you, hopefully, um, our thought process behind that and Pat, correct me if I'm wrong was, you know, uh, hopefully it'll stand out to other people and, and, you know, kind of entice them to listen to the rest of the collection of songs that we, we put out. So, yeah, well, regardless, you know, make sure you check this out on Friday, the 5th. I'm assuming it'll be on all the uh, streaming services. Yep. Yeah, it'll be on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, all the good ones. It's the one we want you to go to. But uh, Napster. yeah, yeah, it'll Napster. be on everything. Yeah, LimeWire. LimeWire. Yeah. Uh, get your uh, computer virus. <laughs> you know, we'll give you a nice old computer virus with yeah. uh, our download <laughs> RUP. That's actually the bonus version. <laughs> you get a free, free yeah. virus with purchase. <laughs> You can listen to this album, then you'll never listen to another <laughs> album again. Your computer, will break. Your computer will cease to turn on. You're welcome. Yep. It's <laughs> a good idea. You know, it's never been done before. No. We're you know. pioneers. We're forging. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get sued. We'll, we'll just do a, uh, uh, what do you call it now? Just, uh, what do you call it? I forget what the word is. I'm very tired. But let's get into it. So, I've been playing your songs for a while now. And I think one of the songs, um, uh, I forget what it's called, that I played on my show before. Drive Away. Uh, Good Night, Captain? Yeah. yeah. Drive Away. Drive Away, yep. Um, that's on this EP. And I feel like there's one more. That not was, Yeah, you, you played uh, Outer Space. Yes. Yeah. That Is was it on there uh, too? It's not on the EP, no. We, okay. We... Uh, it was going to be on the EPU. We kind of decided to leave it off for now and, you know, maybe use it for something down the line, but okay. Yeah. It was felt like more of a cohesive thing without it, you know? So we yeah. hit the no. cutting room floor. Okay. Yeah. Save it for later. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so what's the, uh, what's the concept behind this uh, project? Obviously yeah, I said, Pat before, like you're, you've got your, you know, your project and, I'm not sure if you were in other bands. Yeah, we uh we both played together in uh, Blinded Passenger. Okay. And uh Losing Caulfield before that. Gotcha. Yeah, Pat and I have been uh in a band pretty much since God, what since middle school, right? Yeah, yeah, probably like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, off and on in bands, putting up with each other and still making music <laughs> for that long. So, I mean, I guess there's something there, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, talk a little bit about the uh, the EP. I mean, uh, you've been working on it for what over a year now, or just about a year? Um, almost. I would say two years. Two years. Okay. Since, yeah. Uh, the first time we actually, I think, conceptualized the first song, which um, later turned out to be "Drive Away," um, was when our two families went on on vacation together and i think that was about two years ago right pat correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. i don't yeah i think yeah i think we released that first version of driveway about uh yeah like a year and a half ago so yeah probably about two years ago yeah so we we worked on that we came up with the the roots the like the bones of the song um that vacation pat you know had called me up and he's like oh you want to bring your guitar and i was like yeah you know i I guess we can, it's, it'd be hard. Cause we have, he has, um, 
Well, he had just Patrick at the time, right? Or did yeah. you have Joseph too? I can't remember. Yeah, no, yeah, they were both around. They were both yeah, there. So he had Patrick and Joseph. I, you know, we had just uh, my daughter. And at the time, my wife uh, was pregnant at the time. I remember, right? Do you remember that? Yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> she was she won't watch at this. the time and uh we had we i i didn't know if we could you know do what we would be able to do with you know the kids running around so i was like i don't know you know it might be too much of a hassle he's like i'll oh, bring it down anyway so we brought our guitars down with recording equipment and when the kids when we put the kids to bed me and him stayed up and his wife and my wife who are good friends you know kind of went in another room you know hung out and we just kind of created the bones the structure of of drive away and then since then we just kind of embellished on it more and more and more and then we were like oh do you want to start writing music together and i think that's pretty much you know yeah. there it's just history you know so i, I also just want to point out too like we brought recording equipment <laughs> with us yeah right whereas like when we first started playing together, we would get together and do our own demos and stuff. I would have to lug a Gateway 2000, <laughs> like huge computer monitor in the tower over to his, his parents' house. And we'd be down in the basement. And, and now we can just like bring a laptop and a little interface and plug yeah. it. <laughs> That's so crazy. I, crazy. I remember that. I remember, <laughs> remember doing that and like spending so much time we used to, I used to like be carrying it across Kaiser Avenue, a big like computer tower <laughs> walking across. I think it's also funny it's that you're like, oh yeah, bring your guitar. You're kind of like, I don't know. But then the whole like recording equipment comes Yeah, to but the, then we yeah. just the whole studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, everything is so compact now. So we just brought like a laptop and a little, what I'm actually using right now is just like a Focusrite, uh, you know, interface and we plugged in like both of our guitars and uh, we had a microphone and just kind of went wild know, stallions. I riffed off each other pretty much. Yeah. yeah well, wild stallions. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you guys, thank you for uh, using your equipment. This might be the best sounding podcast that I've uh, done and I'm 23 in. So, nice. big yeah, so I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, we're, I'm doing this over zoom and not everyone has access to like, you know, good equipment. Right. So it's not a knock on anyone who's been a guest of mine. No, no, no. But, I, uh, I, it's just we're fortunate enough to uh, to be able to have this. So we figured why not use it? You know, when I got with you earlier, I was like, you know, what do we, what do we need for this, this Zoom call? You're like, ah, you know, well, it would be a plus if you used <laughs> like somewhat of a professional microphone. So we're like, okay. And we just happen to have it because this is, I mean, to me, kind of piggybacking back to the uh the album um i'm kind of thrilled ab about just the way the sound quality the way it came out because um i feel like it's it's uh for an amateur recording sounds like past my expectations i, I don't know about you pat but like for doing it just on our own at home yeah. um, you know it really shows what what just about anyone can do now with just a laptop and an interface and you know some musical abilities so so this was all done by you guys that you didn't like go to a studio no no, no. 
I mean, it's an investment for us. Uh, Pat made some, you know, investments on his end, and I made some investments on my my end to make it happen. And you know, once you start going to, I think you kind of get that itch that you want to scratch, like new pieces of gear, new pieces of equipment, just to make the sound quality like better overall. And uh, you know, it just us over time, over the years, building up like our equipment to be able to do this. And, you know, uh, I think Pat even said to me at one point, he's like, can you imagine like us being like high school kids having this stuff at oh, our looks like back then? It'd be unreal. If we had like all the time we had back then and the equipment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. But yeah, how about that? That's a, it's, it's, it's fun to think about when you, you're just talking about, you know, carrying your computer tower across the street. Now yeah. Yeah, it's wild. It's funny how things change. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it just, it feels like pretty just, soon we'll just have a uh, recording studio is like built into us. Yeah. And in, um, into your arms. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Plug what, right a, in. what an obnoxious thought. <laughs> Imagine that? like just a stranger walking down the street and you have to listen to like the. <laughs> well, wasn't there? I remember on the. <laughs> on the news, like not too long ago, uh, I saw like a truck driver <coughs> got arrested because he was like had a recording studio in his truck, <laughs> and like he was like like an eighteen wheeler truck, like and yeah. he was like driving around and like recording shit. Man, <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with was, that? Around yeah. what? What was what? he doing? He was driving like a like a his truck, and it, he was like recording music like while he was driving on the highway. While he's driving, yeah. While he was driving, that's not yeah. safe. What if it kept him up though? These truck drivers are on the road for like so long. Like if he's yeah. like using his motor skills to like yeah, make some sick on. beats. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of driving past and like giving the gesture to honk the horn, you're just like grooving to a little you know, original truck driving music. Yeah. <laughs> what scares me for technology is like they're saying that you will be able to eventually know there won't be won't be like a a way to like lie like we'll, we'll know what other people are thinking that's like their thoughts creepy that i don't want anyone knowing what i think no, <laughs> no that's horrible that sounds awful that that should not be allowed you turn it off then like i don't know i don't know that would my, just close my, close your eyes yeah <laughs> close, close your eyes <laughs> yeah it, so how would that work I'm an, I'm an, sensory type thing how do the eyes control whether or not you're shutting off hearing somebody's thought <laughs> i don't know i don't know you have to figure I like it out to go with it i don't know i'm just i'm just the ideas right here you, know? <laughs> you have to cover your eyes we'll leave that up to the scientists Close your yeah. Ears. yeah cover your ears too yeah i hope i live a long time but i hope i am gone before that happens yeah <laughs> just why would, i mean i guess in some instances but uh yeah i think for my Personal self-esteem, it would probably be better that I didn't know what other people were thinking. Yeah. But it's funny that you say that because a lot of the songs I think on this album are have to do with that, right? Like some of them at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, with just like technology overall and like, um, you know, I, I think you talk about touch, touch a little bit on it in, you know, when the dead come back, right. With like, kind of just like losing some part of like 
some part of yourself or like, you know, kind of frustrated with the way things are going, things could have been like differently. You yeah, know, yeah. I mean? yeah. I mean, I think, well, I don't know if you want to explain like the whole concept of the album, you could probably explain it better. Yeah, I can. Right. So, well, I, I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, you shot. could do it. You give it a shot. <laughs> it's no, sort of uh, a concept, right? It is. Uh, it is sort of like Pat and I. Well, I kind of floated the idea to Pat, and um, you know, Pat was luckily into it. Um, but it was a very um, grandiose like concept that I had in my brain that we kind of like uh, cut down and like compacted a little bit. Cause I always like m- me personally, I always like music that, um, can tell a story. Um, you know, uh, growing up, you know, I just love music, love, uh, literature, art, any kind, any, you know, form of art. And for me, music that tells a story is just, it kind of takes, just like a book would like the listener away and kind of lets them kind of be almost the main character or lets them um, imagine like a a different storyline or a different world that they're not used to. So I always had this itch that I wanted to scratch of, of creating a concept album. And uh, I floated it to the idea to Pat, like, what if we did like a little concept album? Like the idea would, would be that, you know, aptly for the times that the world would be ending and that, you know, this main protagonist would just be seeing all this stuff happen and, uh, you know, just kind of fuel him to, to want to leave, to want to, uh, venture out and explore, um, either other worlds or, you know, just search for life elsewhere. You know what I mean? Because, uh, the sense of life on earth is kind of, has kind of died off and it's i mean it's kind of in a deeper way a lot of what i think we're we're seeing now not so much in a physical way um both physical and and in a lot of other ways i think too yeah i mean you, you definitely capture that with the names of the songs i think the artwork from what i've seen you know with the uh the astronaut it's, it's, it's definitely got this like uh i don't know spacey like esque type of feel to it like in like a almost like the future like what is the future new future yeah yeah we we definitely the the concept that we and i don't think it started out that way right pat like drive away no like, not not really like we we kind of just we kind of built the songs around it like drive away kind of just like i think it just kind of fell into place within the the concept because like like the, the this EP is called Departures, and we're we named it that because like all the songs are like about kind of just leaving something behind you. So it's kind of like the first stage. I think we're planning on like doing it in in multiple EPs. You know, this this is like the beginning of it. Like this guy is just like you know, it's like the end of the world. He's just like leaving everything behind him. And uh, I, I almost picture it in my head like that movie Into the Into the Wild. Have you ever seen that with uh, Emil Hirsch, where he's just like he's just it, it's I guess it's a true story. Like, and he's just uh, he's just this kid. He's like disgusted with society, and and he just kind of goes off into the woods to live by himself, no money, like no no anything. You know, he's just trying to survive. 
that's that's almost how I I picture the the character in in these songs. Yeah, I, I mean, I I agree with that. I, I think like, and you use the word like disgust with like society and everything like that. I think um, even though a lot of these songs, if you listen to them, are like very upbeat sounding songs, um, I'll, there's like a darkness to them, and I think Pat tried to do that too with like a like a juxtaposition from the lyrics to like the the music that was happening around it. Um, because there is a lot of like kind of anger and disgust uh, just with pretty much about everything um, in, in these, in these songs, you know what I mean? Um, probably more so disgust and just kind of like the way things are, are going or, or the direction that they're heading, you know? Right. And I did notice that the songs like uh, aside from uh drive away they're they're much different than drive away for sure and like yeah you, you, you kind of said they're more upbeat i did notice that yeah, yeah. so uh, like the, the the actual original concept that i had was like like way out there bananas like it had this like i had the whole story in my head this which this i think we could still i think we could still go into some of that stuff you know what i mean yeah I mean, it was like what there was like space monsters and stuff. <laughs> there was. So there was. I had this, it was like, it's insane. Um, but but I that's had, why I think it's cool that this is like just the first, uh, the first like chapter kind of, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like the, this EP is like chapter one, you know? Right. So, yeah. So, like the original concept was he was going to go into outer space. He was going to be in his, this uh, spaceship and there, there was going to be something that would would happen on the spaceship, whether it be like a mutiny or, um, you know, I, I kind of went with the concept of a mutiny and like the, you know, the crew kind of tosses this astronaut out into like deep space just by himself, just to like, you know, run out his oxygen, oxygen and die. And then the, uh, he would be met by this, like Leviathan type creature out in space that kind of is like Jonah and the whale, kind of like a, a kind of riff on uh, Jonah and the whale um, where this creature kind of swallows him out in space. Um, and he's kind of living inside the belly of this, this creature and kind of goes insane. He loses track of how long he's in there and, you know, thinks he's, he's going to die basically. And then, and it ends up, the creature ends up, kind of spitting him out and releasing him on this new planet. But the, uh, the planet he thinks is, you know, he takes his mask off and he can breathe and he thinks it's, he, it spits him back out on earth, but he comes to find that, you know, the, he, he spit him out onto like a new planet and, you know, he's kind of washed up in this, you know, ocean there on this, this new planet by himself has to kind of fend for himself. So there's like a huge, like repopulate the planet. There's like this or populate it whacked out storyline that I, I just, I don't know why I had like just written in my head that we really wanted to do, but I think we found it too hard to do. Um, and not only did we find it too hard to do, I think, um, we didn't want it to be like, like a like almost like a coheed and cambria like where it's like right on the nose like hey here's a comic book that goes along with this album that we just came out with you know what i mean like we wanted it to be um more obscure in the fact where like if somebody is listening 
uh, to the album, they could kind of uh, put their own emotions or their own feelings or, or take away whatever, whatever they, they want from the song. And as opposed to being like, Oh, this is about yeah. like the story that's in happened. case, in case they haven't ever been swallowed by a, exactly. a space monster. <laughs> I don't know if you have, but it's, it's not today, <laughs> not today. <laughs> So the songs on the EP, do they kind of go by Space Monster? Have you, Pat? <laughs> okay. Well, I have, but I don't know if everyone. Oh, okay. Can All right. Well, I thought it was the only one. What else is in that beer that you got there? <laughs> what are you doing? This in my beard or in my beard? Oh, I'm both. Both. I mean, beer in. <laughs> both. And what do you got hiding in the beard and the beer? <laughs> like you're talking about space monsters and getting up. And, you guys are going deep. <laughs> You got a troll in that beard? Mm-hmm. Yep, I got. I, think uh, I see Poppy, Queen Poppy, in that beard. I got some. I got some Molly in this beard. I'm just, <laughs> every now and then when it's just, just like a little beard Pez dispenser. At least, at least we know. <laughs> I, I'm not in the right mind frame for this one tonight. <laughs> Listen, we, you got to step your game up. You you came with some hardcore players. We got the equipment. We got. We're ready to talk about. Space monsters swallowing people whole. I don't think I brought enough beer down here for this conversation. <laughs> this is going to be your longest podcast yet. It's going to be three hours long. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to end with me with my without my shirt. That <laughs> is going to be playing songs live. Is this the you, most ridiculous podcast you've ever done? You you did uh, ask about pants, so I don't. I'm afraid to ask. Or are you? Or are you no, not wearing pants? Absolutely not. This is. Awesome. Casual Friday. There we go. Friday. Jesus. But <laughs> I mean, the songs uh, on the EP, do they kind of like, uh, do they tell a story going from uh, track one to I think five or six? Yeah. I mean, like I said, they all kind of like fit into that same kind of idea of, uh, you know, this guy's just leaving, leaving everything behind him and like, like even like drive away was the first song we did and we didn't really have the story in mind when we, when we even made that song, no. but it kind of like fits perfectly. Like in, in my head, like drive away is the last song on the EP and that's him like driving away, like off into space. You know what I mean? Like, like the first four are like the build up to that, like he's leaving. And then hopefully on the next EP, we could figure out a way to, to pick up the story, you know, I love the uh, idea that you're going to kind of do this, <clears throat> you know, have this EP tell a story and then it kind of be continued in the next, uh, because you know, people make albums, they, they make them, they record them, they put them out. And then it's like, kind of like the next one is completely different. It's just like, whatever. I, I think it's neat that you're doing this kind of like, um, I don't say storyteller, but like this, like, it's just it's kind of like a cool thing as a band, I think, to kind of have as like a goal for the next like, all right, in this EP we covered this. Like now let's let's go here with this one. Yeah. Yeah, we're I, I think uh I think it's a, a little bit different doing it that way because um to me in my head it, it doesn't like make things stale because I feel like if you're telling a story or if you have more of a story to tell. Like it, once a band comes out with an album, they're like, okay, this is the album. How are we going to top that album? And it's kind of like always like kind of scratching their head. Like, 
coming up with writing and stuff like that. But if you already have kind of a, a structural idea of like how you know you want the story to go, then you can just like create the songs based off of that and they can come out however way you want. Like the, that's what I think is great about uh, Departures is because each song is completely different than the next. Um, you know, we have, you have a, a two minute song in there. You have a four minute song in there. Like the, we, Pat and I were talking this whole EP is like 15 minutes. That's like a drive to work for most people. So, um, you know, I just think that having that structure to base songs around, you can come up with like pretty much anything you want. Like if you want this song to be a pop song or this song to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it it also gives you it gives you more subjects to write about rather yeah. than if you're just writing a song like just trying to make a a catchy song, you know, there's not like a, like there's only so many different things you could sing about, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this the having a storyline like and kind of like a strange storyline like that like just it totally broadens the things you can you can sing about. It. Right. And it's kind of, it's got to be kind of exciting to like, you know, I mean, I, I'm not even in the band and I'm like, I can picture myself getting excited to write the next song or, you know, tell the next yeah. story. So that's neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, uh, you know, how, how is this? You don't have to like write for like how Pat said, like, uh, you don't have to write for a, like try to write a catchy song. It could just be like, okay, this song is going to sound like this because this character is feeling like this at the moment, at this point in time in the story, you know what I mean? And kind of base the songwriting off of the way the the characters feel moving along, which I think is could be potentially cool, like, you know, looking forward ahead to to uh, the rest of the songs that we're, we'll be writing, so. And how did you get the name Goodnight Captain? Take that one, Stefan. You want me to take? Uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot of jibber jabber. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't, we so I don't I actually don't even remember. I know we came up with a list of uh, yeah. names, right? We and, yeah, we were going for the space theme from the beginning. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was after Drive Away that we kind of like um, thought of the. The concept, and then I think from there, then we we wanted to, a name that was kind of like yeah. spacey, right? Um, so we came up with a list of of uh, of names, and we kind of went back and forth for a few days, maybe about a week or so. <clears throat> Goodnight, Captain was on the list, and we thought that that name, that title, kind of fit with the storyline that we were trying to tell. Um, you know, kind of fit with the whole concept of, you know, this astronaut who, you know, is, uh, a leader who is, who's trying to be a leader and, and, you know, forging head, leaving the planet, um, to find like, you know, a better life, you know, kind of uh, like a send off, you know what I mean? Like almost like that, uh, you know, thank you and good night, you know, like signing off good night that type of thing. So we, uh, we kind of just like that, you know, concept of, you know, this is your captain signing off and then all of a sudden like radio silence, that type of thing, you know? 
And it also opens the door for our uh, kids-themed side project called Good Morning, Captain. <laughs> Good Morning, Captain. Yeah. yeah. Kids songs. I really like that idea. I think we should yeah. move move forward with it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely <laughs> should. So the, the possibilities are in, endless. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys listen to uh, Angels and Airwaves at all? Um, I... That's- I've listened. I don't, I'm not really a big fan, but that's, um, you know, that's funny. You brought that up. Cause I like, I never really had listened to them before. And like two days ago I was listening to their album, but so, well, it, think? I mean, he's big in this space and yeah, the, the storytelling. And I think, Oh, this is Tom DeLong. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, who angels and airwaves is, uh, but you know what, uh, yeah, it was funny though that you say that because like when we first started doing this, uh, I was like listening to a lot of Blink One Eighty Two just to try and figure out how me and Stefan could have a dynamic, like like they do because they have two singers. Yeah, and uh, we that was like one of the things like that I, I was kind of wanted to have in this. I was like, you know, you gotta you gotta you know take half the the singing on it because. I felt like it would be it would give it more of a a different vibe than my solo stuff and and like the other stuff that we've done together in the past like Blinded Passenger and Losing Caulfield. Yeah. Okay. So I was I started listening to a lot of Blink-182 just to just to see like how and like other bands too with like two singers like just to see how they handle the dynamic of two guys, you know, going back and forth and you know trading off vocals. So that's it's interesting that you brought that up. Thank God you said but, two guys going back and forth trading <laughs> off vocals at the end there. Because if you just left it at two guys going two back two and guys forth. Going back and I forth. See what the dynamics like <laughs> two guys going back and forth. I mean, you guys are a lot closer than you lead off to believe because you know it's like, oh yeah, we we're in a band now, but like we've been in a band for 20 years, and they're talking about going on vacation with their each other's families, and like, man, these guys are really close. Now you're talking about going back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no, know. We'll say yeah. that for the next EP. <laughs> That's the next story. <laughs> two spacemen get real. Yeah. <laughs> Meets another lone spaceman out there. How long have it's you been lonely out, out there? It's been so long. <laughs> I think you guys should just write the next album. Leave me out of it. You guys got. Yeah. You know, just like. I just picture these two spacemen, just like the they've they've been alone for like three or four years. They just need that human touch. That human touch, exactly. Yeah, and then they just clunk helmets together. Exactly, <laughs> like without even like they're trying to stop. They're, yeah, yeah. Cone heads. Remember cone heads where they put the cones together? <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in probably thirty years. Oh man. Oh, so man, what else do we have to talk about with well, this? this you know, it's funny. You're, you're, you're talking about different bands and I always say, I don't like to do this, but I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, and that is kind of comparing or, uh, you know, listening to the, the songs and kind of saying, I, well, I hear a little bit of this in these songs just to give people a kind of a, a comparison, I guess. Yeah. But I hate doing that because I also don't want to like offend you by saying, oh, I hear this in this band. And you're like, oh, that fucking band sucks. I hate that band. I don't want to sound like that band ever again. I'm already offended. It's okay. (laughs) But I feel, I mean, 
so the vibe I get from some of these songs are like late nineties, early two thousands. Good and years. I, I yep. yeah, they're great years. I love them. Um, and I hear a little bit of the flaming lips, wow. especially in Pat's vocals. I think Pat's vocals are a little more controlled. But yeah, I, I mean, especially specifically the song, she don't use jelly. Really? Have you heard that song before? No, I think I have heard that song before. I I'm not big into the <coughs> lips, but I think that's one of their either. more popular songs. You know, right? that's funny. Like every time, like somebody usually, usually when somebody like makes a comparison, like it's like some somebody like we like never heard. Yeah, like, I, I, I not that I never heard of the Flaming Lips, but like. They're not like a band that I, you know. That's on our radar. Yeah. Well, but. this song, I think, came out specifically in 93. And the only reason I remember that is because I remember, well, I went back last night and looked it up because I remember my my cousin, who's probably like four or five years um, older than I am, we used to get together every summer. And he was like, I'm, I'm the oldest out of my family as far as brothers are concerned. So he, for me, he was like my big brother. And like, I idolized him, you know? I remember him being at my house and MTV was on and the song that I just mentioned by the flaming lips came on and he's like, this is a great fucking song. I'm like, and I, there's that moment is kind of just like burned in my memory. So I just kind of revisited that last night after I was sent the EP from you guys. And I, I, I heard the, I think it was the ashes yeah. is what kind of gave me that vibe. And so I kind of dug oh, back cool. into the flaming lips and relived some of my childhood years. That's awesome. See, I, I think that's great because I, I I love music that like gets me to like start digging back to like, hey, remember when I used to listen to this? Yeah. Like not not so much like it, it could be like absolute garbage, but it, it you know, y- you go back and 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 listen to it and like now you think it's garbage, but back then you were just like so into it and it's it's that like that trigger of like nostalgia that's like awesome. You know what I mean? Like I love music that can that can do that and kind of transport you back to like a certain place and a certain time. And so I mean that that's from music for me, man. Like I I absolutely love music. I, I just you know I I can't remember when I started listening to it and and like just enjoying it so much. But it, like I can, so I have this like useless gift, and I can tell you like when certain songs like came out based on like. Kind of like within like two weeks, like I could, like um like that Angels and Airways album came out. I think two thousand six. I want to say May or June, their first album came out. Want to look it up? Sure. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Google that first Angels and Airwaves album. Their first album. Yeah, I was digging that though. I was I was uh, I was checking that out the other day. I'm like fifteen years behind. I like his concept, like the conceptual stuff that he has uh behind it i i just could never uh get into like the actual the music you know what i mean yeah um i love i love 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 that uh the last true blink album which was the yeah self-titled that, album. that was the one i was listening to when when i was trying to to figure out how if two guys can go back and forth <laughs> <laughs> was that 2003 uh, I think so. Let me. Well, let's look it up. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. We got to around angels well, and airways. Yeah, this, this is January first, twenty two thousand six. I don't believe that. Yeah, you're 
Yeah. It's 06. I know the I know the year. I don't think I don't I'm not buying the uh January first though. A lot of them say January first. Yeah, so that's bogus. Let's go to Google. Google doesn't lie. This is this is great audio for listeners, right? Uh <clears throat> so what was that? You're right with blink too. You that's that's freaky. And yes. I, th- I want to say that was September. September of oh, say. 2003? Yeah. Good. It's a good month. You're close. My birthday. That was uh, I'll give you two more guesses. It's not September? No. Damn it. November. November. I was my, uh November 4th. Mm, 18th. Ah, damn it. Oh. All right, within two weeks. But still, yeah. I mean, you got the year. Yeah. That's I mean So so my useless gift, useless knowledge is just like I I attach uh, I attach moments of my life to music. That's that's and that's how I can remember when these things happen because I because I can remember going to the you know Joe Nordrone's Gallery of Sound, getting yeah. the album. I can remember like walking through the aisles, grabbing it, looking at it, like buying it, going home, opening it up, looking through the the uh the book and all that kind of stuff. And and what sucks about how like I don't know how you guys feel about technology and where we are with music. There's, there's two things in play here. Like I don't like those memories for me no longer exist because my head is filled with too much shit these days. It's, you know, work, it's, you know, blippy. I'm sure you guys can appreciate yeah. <laughs> blippy and Peppa pig and all this other shit. Like my, like, like this, the, the room in my brain left you know, for fun is, is like very, very small. Plus, like back in the day when I was, you know, when these albums came out, like I was young, I was like, um, I was single. So like I was able to attach those moments with like, you know, the, the just randomness of life, you know, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. now, you know, you guys can probably understand too, again, like hey, you're married, you have kids and that's like, not that every day is the same because you have children and every day <laughs> is very different, yeah. but it's also much the same. Um. So yeah, so like my my uh, you know strange uh, you know ability is to be able to um, know when songs and CDs came out you know 15, yeah. 20 years ago, and I can also typically guess a song within the, the first like 10, 15 seconds. I love the, playing that game. I love playing that game before that is, the vocals kick in. Usually, yeah. and if I sometimes I need the vocals. But oh, real quick before I forget, um, the song "When the Dead Come Back" reminds me of the band The Hold Steady. Okay. Ooh, okay. Are you familiar? Yeah, I a little I'm, bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit um, here too. I haven't listened to much of them, but uh, but what uh, is there a particular song that? that you're you're thinking or just the overall vibe of of that song just uh i think the vocal delivery is what kind of got me with that um and then the album that i'm kind of thinking about uh for that particular band uh it's an older one probably from 06 or so the hold steady if i could type um Uh, Boys and Girls in America from 2006. How about that? I'm gonna go back and listen to some of this stuff. Usually, yeah. usually when somebody says something like that, and then I go back and listen to it, I'm like, oh man, I like this. Like, yeah, I'll I remember some like early in like losing Caulfield days, somebody said something like it reminded them of Bright Eyes, and I, so I was like, who's Bright Eyes? 
But then I went back and listened to him and I was like, holy shit. Like, and he became one of my you know, favorite songwriters yeah. after that. So Pat, something that's funny that I thought about you. Like, I don't know if it's just your name and please don't take offense to this, but like the name Patrick McGlynn <laughs> and even some, some of your, like your, your music, y- you have almost like an old soul vibe. Okay. An old soul. You're not old. Yeah. No, 34. You're young. Yeah. But like I hear I pair Patrick <laughs> McGlynn, I'm like, oh, he's probably like 45. Old, old man trapped inside. <laughs> he's probably 45. <laughs> what time is it? It bad. Pass your That's been my problem. I need a stage name. <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta go by Pat. Pat. You gotta go Pat by Pat. Yeah. No more Patrick. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna like uh revamp. How about style. Pat Blaze? There you go. Like That's it. a porn name right there. <laughs> Pat Blaze. So much fuel for two guys back and forth. (laughs) Pat Blaze. That could be the title of the album. No, I think we just name of our lead character. And there you go, Spaceman Pat Blaze. Pat Blaze. And then the the second one that comes with all the other astronauts. Yeah, and then the one that comes and meets him is I don't know. How can we make your name fun? <laughs> Who? What? <laughs> your name. I gotta, we gotta make your name fun. I mean, with Stefan, like, that's already like cool. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, yeah. Maybe just ditch the last name. Just, just Stefan. Just yeah. uh, going to meet Stefan. Not just Pat Blazing. Pat Blaze. Kitty Pride. <laughs> oh man. Pat Blaze meets. Steffi Soggy Bottoms and Alex <laughs> I need more beer. I do too. But the thing is, you guys, you guys want to take a break? I'll, I'll solo this shit over here. Oh, yeah, no, no. Just, I, I'm, I'm ready right. to roll. Fill it in with something. Actually, Pat, why don't you? This would be a good opportunity because I can get up. I can get a beer. Because I'll talk to Pat. Day. It's within arm's reach at the fridge there, but I didn't lay it out in front of me like you guys did because I don't yeah. have cooler and i didn't want it to get warm so uh, i have to literally take my headphones off and go to the fridge so pat talk about the influences some of the influences we we do have we did have in mind for uh for some of the songs okay yeah, are you gonna let him like dictate what what to do yeah right i'm not gonna talk about the influences i guess i'm gonna talk is, about is, all the stuff that didn't influence yeah you know, is he like the is he the big spoon in this relationship <laughs> like what's going on here <laughs> is is he the power? Yeah. Is it? I'm gonna put it, a stop to this. Is he a pow- power bottom, or is there a power? <laughs> how does that work? I forget. And I'm back. Thanks, Pat. I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, we didn't. We didn't appreciate your dictatorship yeah. of, yeah. of uh, you know telling Pat what to Kim do. Kim Jong. So yep. Kim Jong over there. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't talk about anything regarding. I, f- I, Pat, you you have to you have to, you know. Shoulders to the load here. You have to you, you the load, right? Load. Unintended. Pat Blaze doesn't shoulder any <laughs> loads. <laughs> God, oh, that was a soft lob, <sighs> and you nailed it out of the park, sir. There's another one, soft lob. Talking about soft. Lo- Speaking of soft lobs, uh, Pat, can you? <laughs> uh, I'm having too much fun over here, guys. Um, yeah, hit that Molly again. Did you? Yeah. Did you hit the? Okay. There we go. We're all good now. <laughs> did, you, did you touch on any of the uh, 
the influence no. at all? No. You were gone for like five seconds. I yeah. Know. Like, can we even start a conversation? We didn't even have time. We were, we were talking about big spoons, and I guess you were the big spoon and to, to Pat. Yeah. Or I'm the big spoon? Pat made me the big spoon. <laughs> no, you yeah, made yourself the big spoon by dictating over there. <laughs> oh. This is how it is when we're writing music too oddly enough. <laughs> the big spoon? Why are you always dictating what, what the song should be? <laughs> to be the fly in a wall. In those I don't know. What were some of our influences here? I think, uh, well, so back to what Popko was saying about, uh, you know, uh, when the dead come back, I think, uh, uh, for that song, I don't know if it was intentional, but for me, it's, it's very, uh, um, smashing pumpkins esque. Oh yeah, definitely. You no. Know? Um, Actually, with that guitar riff, I was going for uh, that like opening guitar riff. I was kind of going for like uh, almost like uh, it didn't really come out sounding like it, but like a sort of like a Nirvana ish vibe. Yeah, with the, just with like the 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 notes, but yeah. it, I mean sonically, it didn't doesn't really sound like like that. But yeah, definitely, I think it definitely came out sound very smashing pumpkins ish. Yeah. I, I I actually when we were writing that song I listened to a lot of uh like just pretty much on repeat uh 1979 and there's so much cool stuff going on in that song. I don't know if you've ever like kind of like just oh, like yeah. listened to it but like there's so there's so many different like weird cool things that are going on in that song that I never really cuz that song like aired on MTV when I was in either middle school or, or high school. And I remember the video for it. And it was like, that was definitely, that was 95. That if I am going, yeah. See, I got some. All right, let's check because that album, I remember I bought that album. That was yeah. a double disc, right? Yeah. That's yeah. one of my all time favorite albums. And not to cut you off. Uh, but uh, yeah, I bought that at Kmart and then I had nice. to buy like one special. of those those like um cd towers that had um like double slot double slot yes you only got a couple of those too I only think, a couple right? yeah like i yeah. think like, there's like one in each there's like yeah had, like, a circle one and it had like like three towers built in yeah you only got like three total like slots there that actually talking about that smashing pumpkins album i think i i think i've talked to you about this before stefan uh that uh that is like pretty much what like made me want to start playing guitar. Like I remember watching uh bullet with butterfly wings video. Yeah. In my living room. Like I remember just, I like vividly remember just standing in the middle of the living room, watching the TV <laughs> to that video. And it I was like, blown away. And that's kind of like listening to tonight. Tonight was for me. It was like, Oh yeah. I remember taking it to my grandparents' house. Cause like, I don't know when, what year, like what, what time of year that came out, but that's my grandparents' house. And uh, yeah, listening to them in my grandparents' basement because they had a CD player back then and having yeah. that was like awesome. And that's like <clears throat> another thing that I think like these songs are kind of like in that kind of same vein. Like if you listen to that album, every song is like a different vibe. 
like from songs like it starts off with like uh this like piano intro as the first song then tonight tonight comes in and then the next song is uh jelly belly i think and Mm -hmm. and it's like just like this hard rock song and it's just like the whole album is like that it's like every song is like a different vibe i love that about it well well they you're right jelly belly is next yeah they they put um they put that sound pretty much on the map like with uh just uh i think i think it was i remember an interview with uh billy corgan and if i remember correctly he said he he wanted to sound kind of like nirvana like that that dirty sound and he was searching for it and all of a sudden he found this pedal at this uh guitar shop it was the the big Mu- what ended up being the big muff uh pie but it was like they have all these different uh you know versions and series of them and that's what like on siamese uh dream like what you hear on that album is is the the big muff the fuzz pedal sound and yeah. just like everything from there like having that huge like guitar sound you know what i mean is is just awesome yeah. i think we we covered uh bullet with butterfly wings a yeah bunch back of time. in the middle school days yeah we used to, we used to jam it rock the hell out to that song pet nottos yep. west side <laughs> dps <laughs> <laughs> well i mean talk about playing out together i mean i don't think you've been able to play out um with this project have you no no, we haven't, we haven't, uh, well, at first we were like kind of not even considering it because, uh, uh, the, the, the idea, like before we decided to recruit Stefan's brother, Nick and have him play drums, uh, the idea was just to do this like super electronic sounding thing, which is kind of like, uh, the first version of drive, drive away that we put out. It was very electronic, like electronic drums and and uh sounds and whatnot and uh we were kind of just like you know to pull this off live we need you know probably a few more people to pull it off and you know we'd have to do a lot of stuff with the you know backing tracks probably i imagine but yeah we'd we'd probably have to have like a like a you know somebody that's either on keyboards or programming and then also somebody doing you know probably multiple guitars i think i think now though the way the way we recorded you know the rest of the songs i think i feel like you know we could probably pull them off live yeah but but yeah it's i mean that's pretty much dead anyway right now so yeah well, i mean i hate talking about this with bands because it's been a shitty <clears throat> shitty year for everyone but uh Specifically, musicians too. Like, how? How? What do you guys think about all this? Like, this. This is like really shitty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely like. I, I, you know, play cover gigs and stuff on the weekend, and yeah, it's affected know. you a lot, a lot yeah. more so than it has me. Because you're, I mean, established. Uh, you know, playing out solo and stuff. So yeah, but I mean, you know, it does suck to to lose all the gigs. Uh. But I feel like, you know, I feel like people are going to start. I feel like right now, like places are starting to figure it out, you know, how to make it work, you know, and hopefully it's going to be, you know, coming to an end relatively soon. But yeah, it definitely has sucked, you know, 
losing all those gigs. Yeah. And on that, I think that's what kind of the, the album, like we wrote the majority of that album or this, this EP pretty much in quarantine, like pretty much frustrated and angry and like, you know, with that kind of mentality and you can kind of hear it in, uh, in a lot of the songs on the EP, especially with the song that, that we'll be playing, uh, the ashes, you kind of even like hint to that in your lyrics almost right, Pat. Yeah. Well, that that's kind of like a coincidence almost. I thought about that afterwards. Like I sing about like being locked, locked inside and, yeah. and it, it, that's, I was like, oh man, that's kind of cool that it, <laughs> like, I really wasn't thinking of that when, when I wrote that, like, like, uh, that song actually, it's so weird the way that that started. Like I was, I was thinking about in the one lyric in the song, it's, uh, so I'll bang my head on the window pane, like all the other flies. And I that, like, that's literally how the song started. Like I was thinking of a, like, you know, like on a flies, like trying to get out a window mm-hmm. and just keeps banging into the window. And like, I was like, well, that's kind of a cool metaphor for, you know, being, being trapped in, in, in something and anything, you know what I mean? Like this, yeah. this little fly, you could see where he wants to be through the window, but he just keeps banging his head every time he tries to get out. Yeah. It doesn't know why he can't get out. You just can't get so, out. I like that. So then I kind of like formed it around the idea of, of, uh, people being sort of trapped by, by money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, okay. You, I see that now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, if you listen to like the verses, like, you know, the idea was like, everyone spent so much time worrying about like money that they, like, they're almost like a slave to just the idea of it. And then you're not paying attention to like all the stuff you sh- that deserves attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though, you know, it's important to survive, but you know, yeah. it seems like our society, it, it's such a focus on, on money and like obtaining stuff. Like, yeah. So it's kind of like what the the message behind that song was, but yeah, it always has been, but I just feel like now and I don't know, you probably I tell me if I'm wrong, but uh it just feels more intensified now. I think, right? Yeah, I think I think definitely like like you know, you guys know like I'm like when you become like a parent and and as you get older like that the pressure to the pressure to, you know, provide for other people and Yeah. And it, I think it gets more intense, you know? Yeah. It doesn't get easier. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and it's, it's funny, like, I mean, people are really <clears throat> kind of reevaluating um, how they live. And I think it goes to what you were saying, Pat, about, um, you know, money and, and you know, accumulating stuff and, and what you're buying and how you're living. Um, the pandemic has definitely changed how people um you know do those things yeah i remember thinking i wanted to live smaller when uh this all hit and then uh instead of doing that my wife and i bought a bigger house yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i was like it was like you know we might be in this for a long time let's 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 uh buy something we can fit in so yeah yeah that's i mean that's a great way of thinking. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knew how this was all going to shake down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Later on. So, 
But um, initially, when we when we were both working from home, I mean, it was uh, it was a uh, we had to adapt for sure because you know our house at the time wasn't that big, and uh, you know we had a we had a two and a half year old, and I'm sure you guys get how that is. It's like it's uh, not not ideal to yeah, but craziness. Yeah, I mean, how you guys, how are you guys affected by that? Are you guys like still working from home, or what's what do your lives look like? Uh, well, we were, we were, you know, both of us were kind of fortunate. We were able to keep working, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like I lost, I lost some gigs, but, you know, fortunately I have another job and it's fine. He was able to keep working too, you know? Yeah. I feel bad for like, you know, there's a lot of musicians that only gig, you know what I mean? And like, that's their, their main income. So luckily, yeah. you know, it's tough. It's tough too. um, like to think about how musicians that's their only like, you know, main source of income and how, you know, they're kind of already when they, before COVID, when, you know, they would go out and play, it would be like trying to fight for, you know, a, a, a digital presence, like, so to speak, you know what I mean? Like to, to like get, people to come out to shows, get people to like uh, listen or watch like live feeds and everything like that. And now that this happened and everybody's home, nothing, to, nothing to do, nowhere to go. Um, it's even more like, I feel that um, area just got flooded. You know what I mean? So it's even more people fighting for a digital presence and, and, and to be heard and, and, and to be, you know, to, to make a living. You know what I mean? Which is kind of, it's crazy to see. Yeah. Living like this is weird. Um, you know, it's, it's so cool that we have the opportunity to, you know, you guys, you guys recorded your own record, right. Or own EP, which is awesome. You know, I have a podcast and I have no business having a podcast, but I have one. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on, it's on all these platforms. Right. But going on to what you're saying is like it's it's oversaturated like everyone is out there doing something <clears throat> thankfully i'm not doing this to make money um i'm doing it for fun because i like to do it uh um it sounds like that's what you guys are you're, you're enjoying yeah. the whole creative process and you know you're not you're not doing it to make a living but um right it's a kind of a crazy world that we live in yeah no we we're definitely i mean we're fortunate because we, you know, we are definitely doing this uh, just for, for fun. Pat and I have been creating music for like Pat said, almost like 20 years, maybe even more. And, you know, we, we have fun creating music together and this is just us having fun creating more music that is kind of set apart and different from the music that we've created in the past. And we have, you know, not really, much intention of like making a profit or doing anything like that. We just, we wanted to make something that we um, really loved it. And we use this term starting out, like uh, almost treating the project as a, a labor of love. And it, it really is like, cause we love music and we love to share music and to share what we like to listen to. And, you know, uh, we love to hear other types of music. So this really for us was just like, 
we wanted to create something that we could kind of share um, to the world, to whoever you know it may find along the way. And hopefully it finds some people that it connects with and uh, they enjoy it and they like it. And that's really the only, I mean, reason I had in, in creating this and doing more music. Yeah. I think it's cool too that, uh, you know, it kind of gives you a little more freedom. Like not that, I mean, not that we ever had like obligations in the past as a band, but I mean, like, like in, in past bands, you know, the, in the back of your mind, you're always like, oh man, we got to make like a catchy song. You know, we could get, you know, get some more fans, you know, get people out, you know, try, yeah. we're trying to appeal to something, you know what I mean? Whereas right. this project, it's a little more, we can be like, if it feels like we're being a little more free with it. Like we don't really care about, yeah. you know, if something's, you know, super catchy, yeah, it doesn't cater. We're not trying to cater to anyone. We we we're just trying to. It's more about just trying to make like something as creative as we can, you know. Yeah, exactly. Something writing music that we love to listen to that um, hopefully finds its place with other people that like to to hear, you know, similar music. So, and that's a great space to be in. I mean, like you're you're doing it for you. You're doing it because you love it, and 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 wherever it goes, it goes. So, I mean, that's I think that's a. As a musician, um, I think that's a great uh, place to be. Yeah, definitely. So, so EP comes out March fifth. What's yes. next for you guys? Are you, are, do you have plans to start writing new songs for the next one? Are they already in the in the process? Where, where are you guys at? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd say definitely. You know, we want to start writing some new stuff again nothing really in the works yet but uh yeah 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 i said i'd like to get to work and you know right on the next one no how about you yeah. this one yeah this this one these five songs uh like we talked about before took like two years to write because we're pat and i um are kind of in the same mind when it comes to like being perfectionists or or being not so much perfectionist, but like critical of ourselves, I guess. So yeah. like we would, I think we were also getting our footing with, you know, doing the, the home recordings too. Yeah. Cause know. Pat actually Pat. So we recorded this. So Pat, I, I, we didn't even touch on this, which is crazy to me, but uh, we, it, Pat would record an idea. He would send it to me via email. Um, he would record it into logic pro, send it to me. Um, I would then download it onto my computer, upload it into Logic Pro on my end, and then we would build the songs back that way, almost like a a, a postal service, if you will, like um, you know, emailing ideas back and forth to each other, and then we would just embellish, and the song would build uh, from there. And it took us like two years, pretty much, working on these five songs, right? Yeah, uh, I think it took that long too because midway through we we realized that we wanted, uh, you know, we were gonna see if my brother could contribute some drum drum yeah. tracks, live drum tracks to which we recorded ourselves as well, and um, you know, drive away for instance was a com- kind of sounded almost completely different because we added some 
some nuanced drums along with like a regular drum track to that. So it sounds completely different from the previous version that we already released on Spotify. So there was just like a lot of stuff and a lot of ideas that we were bouncing back and, and forth. And um, yeah, it, it took uh, two years. And I think uh, moving forward, uh, hopefully it doesn't it take as long um, because now we kind of nailed down a process. Pat has taken yeah. over mastering. That's something that we didn't even really even consider or know about um, prior to this. Uh, you know, over the holiday season, Pat downloaded, you know, a mastering program. And it was something that was like, you know, to us, it was like, oh, do we even really need to have this? Do do our songs need to be mastered or anything? And um, he took over that. that it was, out. Yeah, that was painstaking because I talk about us knowing kind of, you know, just Pat knowing that something isn't right to him. And this is something we talked about on the phone yeah. the other night. Just knowing that something isn't right and that it's there just bothers him and i'm the same way even if it gets lost in the mix or gets lost in the track in the you know everyday you know listener can't pick up on it just knowing that it's there like bugs the hell out of out of me it bugs the hell out of him so i think that's why it took so long too to come out with these five tracks because we just obsessed over them for so long and yeah. wanted to nail them perfect wanted it to sound uh just well put together so now that we have that process down hopefully it doesn't take as long with the, the next the next yeah. phase um i've i've kind of jotted down like scribbled down some scratch ideas and some lyrics and stuff where i i'd like to uh kind of them to me i will all right i'll text them to you you got me on. Right. yeah it's it involves pat blaze and steffi uh soggy bottoms <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they meet on a tropical island. And well, listen, this is not the time nor the place to be. All right, all right, talking about this. I'll save you. it, save yeah. it. But um, but no, I have some ideas, and uh, you know, I'm going to share them with Pat. And uh, I know that like we're it's going to be the same process. We're just going to bounce stuff off each other and continue, hopefully, to make you know songs that we love. To make two guys going back and forth. <laughs> just listen, we're just two guys where it all started. Back and forth. Ain't where it all started. About it. And where can people find you guys going back and forth? <laughs> you want you want to do like a can that? we start like an alternate podcast? <laughs> you know, you guys going back and forth. You guys going back and forth. <laughs> where can people find the two of you going back and forth? Um, right now you can, uh, hear drive away on Spotify. We also have drive away on, uh, a band camp page along with, uh, outer space. It's an unofficial band, band, band page. It is an unofficial. Band no, camp? I don't know. I was making that up. Is it? It's my personal band camp page. Steffi Soggy bottoms. Um, but yeah, uh, Drive away, outer space, and I think uh, a cover of a "Say Anything" or not "Say Anything" saves a day song uh, that we did. Rocks, tonic juice, magic is also on that Bandcamp page too. So um, that was something that me and Pat did. That we, um, I think we were. How did that come about? We were talking about 
uh, saves the day the one day, the, like how that story about how we both discovered saves the day. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden you shot me an email. He's like, and and he's like, Oh, you know, here's something I did. And he pretty much covered rocks tonic juice magic. And I was like, this is awesome. Can I add to it? And we kind of went back and forth there. Yeah. That was actually before any of these other songs were kind of conceived. We did that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned Save the Day because I was literally just listening to those guys today. Nice. Nice. What album? The Stay Where You Are album. Nice. Great album. Yeah. That was like, uh, that was the summer. It came out the summer I was going into college. I think it was like, came out in August or July 2001. Hold that thought, please. I'm going to Google it. Uh, but yeah, I remember that was just another definitive moment of my life just because I was, I think it's July, but it is, it was July. What year did you say? Oh, one. Yes, you are correct. Oh, useless knowledge. That's fantastic. Yeah. The, the, the album before that, uh, through being cool was, uh, an album that me and Pat kind of discovered together. And uh, it's actually a funny story. We would, I th- was it? Did both of us uh, visit Hot Hot, Top- Hot Topic? Yeah, it was in the, it was in the player at Hot yes. Topic. It was in the player at Hot Topic. Um, now people would cringe at putting on headphones worn by other people. Yeah, about uh, it specifically in this time. But um, back then, yeah, back then we lived in a time where other people shared headphones at a shopping mall. And could listen to albums. I'm I'm telling this to people in the future. This is amazing, right? Like, you know, let's let's fast forward like 20 years from now, right? You're like, wait a minute, wait. You went to shopping malls and you you put <laughs> yeah, on the same right. headphones to other people and listen to music. You have to be doing this. And we wore Not pants with zippers all over them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pants with zippers all over them? You mean jeans that were like five times Bigger than what you need to be wearing with some Jinkos. Jinkos, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, me and Pat went into Hot Topic like religiously, and would just listen to Through Being Cool without buy buying it, purchasing it, mind you, um, because we weren't the type to steal. Because that's just wrong and bad. That's right, steal things. In case there's any young kids listening, um, but uh we would go and visit just simply to listen to that album. And then one day I remember Pat bought that album. I'm like, no way you bought that album. He's like, yep, sure did. And he played it, cranked it in his mom's (laughs) living room. And we just uh, listened to it. And I was just like, I have to buy that album. Then I think the next day or either that weekend, I went out and I, I bought that album. I was like, Oh, Pat has this album. I I have to have this album because we were both, coming here specifically to listen to it so how do kids today how are they gonna like you just explained a a great moment in your lives where you were at the mall and listened to this music and then like he bought it and you had to buy it like how how does how does this work in the future for for kids i don't know i was thinking when you were talking when you were talking about going and buying a cd at the gallery of sound man that's like like there's nothing like going to be like that or there's not, you know, 
What were they going to say? Remember that time I shared a song with you on Spotify? Yeah. Like, What's yeah. the thing? Everything is at your fingertips. Like, yeah. can you imagine? Like, I can't, I remember like when I was a kid, like waiting, like if there, I heard a song I liked, you know, oh shit, I got to save up like 15 bucks so I can get the CD. Oh, fuck that dude. I used to fucking sit in front of that radio station. Yeah. Or a radio rather listening to a radio station with a fucking other like recording device to record yeah. the, the song that was playing on the radio. Like I had to like wait for it. Like, <laughs> like fingers crossed. They fucking play the song. I want to hear today. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, it kind of, it sucks that there's, you know, there's nothing like that. Like there's no anticipation for stuff like right. that. There's, like there's, music coming out. Like, yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. Everything is just spoon fed and, you know, even if you don't want it, just shove down your throat. Goddamn kids. <laughs> like, Here's so I'm going to do a rant. I'm going to test. Can I test a rant out on you guys real quick yeah. before we wrap things don't up? Test it. Just bring on the rant. Here's the rant. Okay. So every generation keeps pointing the finger at the, the younger generation. Like, you know, you guys are pussies or whatever the thing is. Right. But who makes them that way? We do. True. Yeah. We do. Look in the fucking mirror. It's me. It's you. So think about it. I remember when I was younger, I rode my bike to, to baseball practice. I rode it. It was probably two miles there, two miles back. And part of it was on a huge hill. So yeah. going to practice sucked because I had to ride, ride my bike up it. But coming home was awesome because I, you know, I was already beat after practice. Flying down, that was great. But no helmets. Who and who who started the whole helmet thing? The generation before us, and the ones before them. You gotta wear helmets. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. And granted, helmets are for safety. I get that. But think about um, you know trunk or treats. I'm sure you guys are familiar with trunk or treats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in my day, we had one fucking day. We had Halloween, and if it rained or if it snowed tough shit you get one day get the fuck out there get your candy come home you get yeah. one day. now it's, it's get the fuck out there <laughs> <laughs> this is great don't stop him go ahead so, so it's 2017 i'm driving through main street pittston my wife is pregnant our son's due two months from now and i remember like you know this big advertisement for the the trick-or-treat or the tr- trunk or treat fucking whatever the hell and I'm like, these fucking kids have been trunk or treating for four weeks. It's not even fucking Halloween yet. I said, my kid's never fucking doing that. He will never, ever, ever trick or treat for four weeks prior to fucking Halloween. And I laughed to myself, like a minute after saying that, I'm like, who am I kidding? Who am I kidding? If I, if I like, if I say to my kid, hey, son, you can't go trunk or treating. Oh, your friends are doing it, but you can't. You're the fucking outcast. You're a fucking loser. You're. You know, so whose fault is it? It's our fucking fault. We are the ones contributing to the pussification of society. Amen. It's us. It's us. It's our fucking parents. It's their parents before them. It's not the younger generation that's doing it. It's us doing it to them. Yeah, that's my true. Am I wrong? If I'm wrong, tell me because no, I, I, I think I, yeah, yeah I, I agree to to an extent because it's the what you're you're saying is it it's the kind of uh, inhibiting them from doing such things kind of 
strengthens their urge to go out and and do these things. And then they once once they're like, "All right, you know, Dad never let me go to truck or trees. <laughs> you can't be that dad. God damn it! I'm gonna bump this line of coke right now." <laughs> You have a kid that, you know, you send the school second week of February or uh, of October rather. And there are other friends are talking about how they went to the trunk retreats and your kid's like, Oh, my dad won't let me like, Oh, fucking loser. He told me to get the fuck out there and get that candy <laughs> on one day, one day, yeah, one day. That's well, how no, I'm, I'm, I just, it's, and we, we always want, we want, we want our kids to have a better life than we had. Right. Right. But guess what? Our lives weren't that bad. Our parents' lives probably weren't terrible. Like, I mean, they 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 lived through. I don't know how old you guys are, but like, I know my mom lived through the flood when she was younger. But like, it's not like we experienced living through a fucking world war. Thankfully, like, yeah, like our lives aren't that fucking hard. So like, to give our our kids a better life than what we had, yeah. Uh, what where are we going here? Like, yeah, you get a fucking extra week of trunk or treating, like. The fuck are we doing? I I, I definitely I'm pro trunk or treating. You're I'm... part of the fucking problem. <laughs> One fucking day, Pat. October 31st. If it's rain or snowing, too bad. Get the fuck out. Get no, the you candy. Know what, come home. You know what I always hated? You know, you got your Halloween costume, and then you got to wear your winter jacket over the top of it. Oh well, yeah, it's part it's of the fucking experience. Off, yeah, part of the experience. I'd be like, I, I want to wear my costume. Uh, you look like a right dick if you're wearing <laughs> your coat over your Halloween costume. Well, you can't guess tough what? it out for like a couple of hours and just, you know. I know say. Well, guess what, Pat? Global warming is real. <laughs> it's not even fucking. It's, it's like 50 degrees. In October Texans now. burning snowballs out there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Did you see that? Did you see that? They're putting it in the microwave and it's fucking yeah. sparking and shit. They're thinking, it, they're thinking it's the government made now, snow. Well, my my uncle is is a Texan. That was your uncle. He's actually he's good. He's good. He did go without uh, power for a while, um, but the rest of the family is doing good. Uh, thankfully, he's not one of them contributing to the. Uh, he's probably like out there egging him on. He's like, oh, I got a pile of snow on the back. You could burn. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> kind of just wink, wink, nudge, nudging them. But uh, can you believe this? They're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely not one to be like, oh, this snowball is not burning correctly. It must be uh, Bill Gates is dropping uh, fairy dust on Texas right now. Like, and that's and that's what I mean. Like, maybe it's a good thing, like you said before, that we can hear everybody's thoughts and know when they're lying because everybody is so full of shit nowadays. Am I not right? Well, I mean, that's another thing that's that's wrong with social media. I mean, you know, everyone has a voice now. So it's good and bad. Yeah, it's good because you should not have one. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, you know, us three idiots are going to be uh, thrown out to the uh, the internet world in a couple <laughs> well, days. If I don't want to hear about Pat Blaze, then I can't do anything. Pat Blaze, oh, yeah. man. But us, I mean, like, people don't even know what's Everyone is, is now has a voice, and not everyone, like, <sighs> it's not that not everyone should have one, but like, well, the problem is the idiots always speak the loudest. Mm. So, like, there's that just that whole fucking thing with people who are, you know, uninformed or, or, or just 
you know, these fucking crazy people. Like, but again, you know, we're more we're we're more informed because of the internet, I think. But is it the right information? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that you get one fucking day to trick or treat. <laughs> it's snowing or raining. Get the fuck out there and get that candy. That's all you need to know. That's right. That's right. I don't know. It's it's a fucking it's a weird so, world. I don't think we were ready for the internet. No, I mean so, and I'm gonna bogart this conversation just because I want to talk about the EP. Hey, <laughs> we're promoting one, right? It's coming out when the fifth March. All right. Yeah, cool. yeah. Um, so the one song that we, that, uh, we wrote, uh, AI, um, on the album, it kind of touches on that. And it's not like really necessarily talking about, um, for me anyway, uh, you know, uh, the artificial intelligence that we have at our fingertips. It's, it's, it's pretty much in my, in, for, for me, the song, like in my perspective is artificial intelligence from a standpoint of uh, a human capacity. Like, not that artificial intelligence is something that we possess. We are the artificial intelligence. Like, we have become the artificial intelligence. And that's where I was kind of coming from with that song is because there's so, like we talked about seconds ago, there's so many people with opinions and and voices and that that aren't necessarily true and there's no filter anymore there's no uh even the media you know you you look at and there's no filter with them they're just strictly for hits strictly for for uh for clicks yeah clicks clickbaits get it getting the listener getting people to like view, like you see how Facebook has that algorithm of like how long you stop and like read a preview of an article for like seconds. Like we have become like the artificial intelligence in my mind because there's no more independent thought. We have everything that's thinking for us. Why? You're right. You're absolutely right. So that's kind of where that song, like where I was coming from on that song in the album like it's kind of like almost I wrote that kind of as a like a tongue in cheek type thing uh, for the album. And I, me and Pat went back and forth because when I was writing, it, I was like, I, I don't know how how to end the song. Like, I don't know what we could do. Like I we ping pong back and forth for like what, like a, a, a week or so. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those things right here. We were like, we kept trying to think of, because it's, it's it's kind of a short song. So we were like, we we're like, all right, what's the next part? And it, and it was just like, I think we were just like, let's just end it. Like it just sounded, it sounded right. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. you just got to go with the feel. Yeah, complete there. Like it was almost like that kind of punk rock kind of like, eh, I'm just gonna cut it off here. Like I've yeah, type thing. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Well, before I uh, start ranting about other things that I probably shouldn't rant about, we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. Nice. All right. Thank but, you so um, much for having us. Yeah. yeah. Hey, March fifth, Good Night Captain EP is due out. So make sure you uh, grab that on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, uh, Bandcamp, all the good stuff. <clears throat> Follow these guys on. You're on social media. Um, 
Facebook, Instagram, 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 Twitter. We tweet. We Twitter. don't. We don't. I think. Are we on Twitter? I don't. I forget. We're on Twitter. I'm gonna be honest. We don't tweet that much. I don't. I'm on Twitter. I just don't. I don't. Yeah. That's that's another story. That's like the wild. We're bringing west. back MySpace. <laughs> we should. Yeah. yeah. We should. That you know what I you know what was great about MySpace how passive aggressive you could be. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. you're having a bad day, your fucking girlfriend breaks up with you, you fucking put your 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 song, in, oh, song yeah. on the profile. Right, exactly. You know, you, perfect. That was like a a passive aggressive yeah. individuals yeah. like dream come true. Yeah. But also cool because like you can like go and see what your friend was listening to. And that's like how we were talking before, a new age of finding out new music. Like we would go to the mall, but you know, it's funny. I remember, I remember when Facebook came out and I was like, look at this thing trying to be like MySpace. <laughs> what you ha- at first, uh, do you remember this, Johnny? You had to be in uh, college. college yeah. You remember that too? You had to yeah, be in yeah. college um, before you could enroll and they accepted you in MySpace. And then it was this big thing. It was Facebook. Facebook, Facebook yeah. opened up to everybody you didn't have to just be in in college I, I i didn't even hear about I, I was on myspace i didn't even hear about facebook we were actually it was march of 2005 uh me and like seven or eight, eight friends were on spring break in Cana, and we ran into another group and they're like oh are you guys on facebook and we're like what the fuck is facebook <laughs> like oh it's this thing when we yeah uh, you know uh, and a college email i'm like Okay, whatever. They're like, oh, hit us up on Facebook after when you get home. There's a bunch of girls. Um, we don't do the guy stuff like you guys do, but um, <laughs> but no, I was like, I was Are like, you sure your wife should be listening to this podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like f- 16 years ago. <laughs> all right, get right. over that now. We're fucked. <laughs> but no, it was a group of girls. So like, but like, yeah, they're like you know, get, get us on Facebook when you get back. And it's like, what the fuck is Facebook? Yeah, you needed a college yeah. uh, email. Lady Gaga friend requested me on MySpace. Get out of here! Right, bef- right on the cusp of Facebook. Yeah, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm not lying. She friend requested me, and I was like, "Did you accept?" No, I was like, "Nah, I don't listen to that shit." Not accepting, and I didn't. And then she blew up, and I was like, "Nah." Oh man, you know she could have been our ticket opportunity. I what? went. On, you know what? I went on Craigslist and wrote about it. Missed. Were Were you? <laughs> Were you dating your wife at the time? I was dating. I hope she listens. I was. I was dating my wife at the time. Well, back in MySpace days. No, 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 no. I was dating. I didn't even. I didn't even meet my wife at the time. Back in the MySpace days. Well, maybe you know what I have. I know you want to wrap this up, but I have a hilarious story of when I used to harass Max Bemis of Say Anything via band via AIM. Remember AIM? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I so how did you get a screen name? Yeah, how did you find it? How did you harass him on AIM? <laughs> so, he's lying. He's no, lying. I swear to God, I swear to God. So I, I don't, I, I can't verify that it was him. Um, <laughs> it was me. I, I, I had a, a screen name that said I am Max Beam. Yeah, <laughs> it was me the whole time. No, there was. Uh, I think he put like his, <laughs> I think he put his like AIM on his like uh, Facebook or or some some shit like that. I, no, because AIM didn't even exist when Facebook existed. Yeah, did it? 
Or it might have been I was harassing him on Facebook. Either way, the moral of the story is I I try to like he was in like you're a, the reason he went crazy. No, I probably way to go. Thanks so, a lot. So he, when he was writing, I used to listen to uh the uh is a real boy, like back and forth to college, like religiously. Yeah. Like that's how I like how Johnny, you talked about like um you know, transporting yourself back in time and to like a specific place. Like I, that's me like going back and forth, making the drive back and forth to college, just literally listening to is a real boy on repeat back and forth. And, uh, I read stories of how, like, he was like, kind of like just insane. Like you just crazy, like manic depressive, like type personality disorder type person. And I would, I would go and I would, I would talk to him and, you know, he would be, the reason I would know it was him is like, I would, you know, text him like, Hey, you know, things about the album, I, this and that. And the other thing he's like, Hey, thanks man. You know, this, that, the other thing. And, uh, the one time I just like, must've like triggered something in him because he just like blocked me. Didn't like talk to me anymore. Like I just like sent him over, over the deep end. And, and I don't know what it was. It was like, I, I, I triggered something. <laughs> I said something that must've pissed him off. And he just like completely like erased me, canceled me. If you will. You were the first cancel culture experience. I probably was sad <laughs> through, through, through AOL instant messenger. Canceled. Done. <laughs> Man, what a world. What a world. Well, listen, thanks I'm for sure having us. We can go on all night, I'm sure. We, we, yeah. yeah. But I'm actually Eight happier past, now. It's bedtime, though. Me too. It's past. No, you are past. past, past. Pat, Bla- Pat Blaze doesn't have a bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> He's blazing all yeah. night. Well, it does. He's up all night. Dad doesn't even care about nothing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even care about Maybe. nothing. Well, guys, it was awesome to, uh, you know, speak with you guys and, um, I'm excited for the new EP coming out. I think it's great. I've had the opportunity to listen to it. Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, the next one and what you guys uh, kind of put together with that. But um, like I said, yeah, I mean, I've, I've played your music. I've, I've talked to you guys online, but I never got to put a face to the name. So uh, this has been a real pleasure. Um, I, I learned more than uh, I thought I would. Tonight. I don't know. <laughs> Not that I wanted to know, but I just learned a lot that I thought I wouldn't learn tonight. So, all right. Thanks for all. having us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for reaching out. I really appreciate it. I'm glad you guys, yeah. um, you know, wanted to do this because it's a platform that I, cr- I created because I wanted to do this. So uh, hopefully um, yeah. people listen and, and, and check it out your music and cause it's, it's great. So, We'll close things out. Uh, Good night, Captain. The EP is due out March 5th. Check it out. And we'll uh, close things out tonight with a, a song off that EP called The Ashes. I keep saying The Ashes. Like, so my website is called The Popco Project. So when I'm like, yeah. like, when I'm kind of enunciating like The Popco Project, mm-hmm. I say The Popco Project. That's like a real asshole. No, I think <laughs> yeah. it's dignified. Good. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. But the problem is grandiose. Oftentimes, they're like, you know, thepopgoproject.com. Oh, okay, thepopgoproject.com. Well, you have no, to make sure you put the, the in there. It's, it's the. <laughs> the. I like that. I like the better. The. Yeah, I do like the. 
it, it makes it more uh, pronounced, I guess you could say. But yeah. I'm sorry. I'm getting off topic. I've been drinking, and I want to have some more. <laughs> this, is, this is all I have left. So there we go. Cheers to you guys. Cheers to the uh, new EP. Thank you. Uh, Thank I'm, you. I'm happy you guys sent it my way. And uh, again, good night, Captain. And this song is called The Ashes. See, I said right. the ashes. The, not the go. ashes. The <laughs> ashes. Making my way 